0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I will be your host. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about the 17 reasons to visit Walt Disney World in 2017. I'm joined at the table by our panel of experts. Agent Consultant for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Tracy Heinrichs. Hi, everyone. Client Services Manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Close. Howdy. And back in our production facility, we have our Associate Producer, Oliver Green. Hello. Again, welcome everybody. Thank you guys for being here and joining us. Um, it is no secret that we record these shows in advance. So this is actually the first show we're recording in two thousand seventeen. So it
1: is. I think this is the first time we've done this since November.
0: Yeah, we kind of.
1: So lots yeah. happened. Yeah, <laughs> lots happened, and we've been at the table.
0: We did a lot of uh, shows in advance so that we could uh, have some time off, and we also didn't do a couple shows for a couple weeks. So. Nice to be back.
2: What do you think, Kevin? I think it's wonderful. <laughs> and, was that not good? No, and it was not something stay at all. the same.
1: Exactly.
2: <laughs> I don't. I think that's the best you're going to get. You want to yeah. do another take? No, that's okay. Mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> we don't have time. All right. So,
0: um, one of the things we want to do for our first show of the new year is talk a little bit about what's coming up in to- 2017. Um, the next couple of shows will actually be focused on. Things to look forward to. Uh, You might start planning now. A lot of people plan now for their travels through this Mm -hmm. year and even into next year. So we want to make sure we cover some of those topics and give you some information. This particular show, 17 Reasons to Visit Walt Disney World in 2017, actually came about because of the uh, website that we use as travel agents offered to us by Disney put out this article. And I thought, well, this would be an interesting thing for us to discuss. Let's see if, first of all, we think they are reasons to visit Walt Disney World in 2017. Some of them are a little bit thin. Um, and second is... Like the three of us here at the table. Right, like we're very thin, especially after the holidays. And another thing is that um, some of us had a chance to experience these things. So we can talk about them firsthand, but maybe it'll help people plan their year going forward. So, shall we get started? Let's do it. All right. The first one on the list is Star Wars, A Galactic Spectacular Fireworks at Disney's Hollywood Studios. (laughs) This is the fireworks show at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, It's brand new. Uh, For Hollywood Studios, what's really neat is they've used new technology. They've used the projections, and they're using lasers and pyrotechnics in a complete show about Star Wars.
1: It's interesting that they've put that on this list this year since they've been offering it for several months now. Um, I've done it twice. I've never seen a Star Wars movie up until the point where my husband made me watch Rogue One. I won't get into that, but I did see Rogue One. But until that, I had never seen a Star Wars movie in my life. Um, I loved this show. I honestly, when I saw it, thought, and and I said... I think this is the best I've seen Disney do in a real long time.
0: I was going to say, I actually think that for the Star Wars fan, this is a really good show. But if you're not a Star Wars fan, then I am, then that I am
1: not a Star Wars fan at all. And I thought the quality of what they did with this show and the way they, they, do, they do the projections and the entire production of it, I thought it was fantastic.
2: Kevin, I thought? have begrudgingly <laughs> seen all of them. And I am not a Star Wars fan. I've made that perfectly clear in case you weren't sure. But I thought this was great. Uh, First of all, if you're not a Star Wars fan, I thought this was telling a story. And then you realize that there's virtually no story at all. It's clips from all the different Mm -hmm. movies. But it's an immersive experience. There's fireworks. There's projections. They actually use the trees in Hollywood Studios. There's fireworks off in the background so it looks like a battle. and It's an immersive experience and you do not have to be a Star Wars fan to appreciate it.
1: Absolutely not. I proved that. And I had not seen any when I had done this. So world one happened after I had done the dessert. And speaking of the dessert party itself, I also thought that was well done. Um, it's pricier than some other dessert parties. It does include alcohol. There are alcohol beverages served um, for adults during the party. Um, but again, I did it twice and I really thought it was worth the money both times. The show, um, I don't think the studios is set up for this type of show like Main Street is when they're doing shows around the castle. There's not as much space. So I found having the dessert party and having the designated space to watch the show made it worth it. The desserts and a drink before was just kind of icing on the cake for us.
0: What Tracy's talking about is there's an extra event, something you can pay for in addition to park entry and just seeing the fireworks the fireworks are free the show is free but you can go to the dessert party and as tracy mentioned it's a private area it's set to the side they serve desserts and drinks mm-hmm. and it's in a way for you to view the fireworks uh, from a special location
1: and the, the pricing um as of the last time i checked and keep in mind pricing with disney changes a lot but it was 69 dollars per adult and 39 dollars per child ages three to nine
0: Which in the Disney sphere is not expensive.
1: It's not. And I know we kind of get in that bubble sometimes. and We think, okay, well, that's good value. It's all relative. Um, But I have found, and and since doing it, I've had a number of clients do it that I suggested it to. And they've all come back with the same report. They thought it was wonderful.
2: Now, when we did it, we just put a bucket of popcorn on and sat on a bench until the show started. And we still thought we got Mm -hmm. a good view. And I also want to address, too, you said about space.
0: We watched it from midway down Hollywood Boulevard. And you I were still... I thought we had a fantastic show. Yeah. I realized we missed some of the stuff on the far end. Well, the other
1: well. thing that happens, too, there's a height differential. That is true, yes. <laughs> so We had right, a chance to see a lot. Right. So for me, and was, I know the second time we had done it, um, Chris was in the chair because he had still had a broken ankle. So there was visual issues that way. But for me, I think sometimes what I think is a good viewing spot usually differs from other people who are... True taller than the average
0: child it's true. <laughs> and I just want to add one more thing what I think is really great about this show is it really fits in Hollywood Studios I agree you know I love Sorcery in the Sky but it was just fireworks and music from Disney movies which is any other fireworks show right. this is really a cool use of sort of the movie theming
2: where we're playing movies on the this a is theater. a show with fireworks included, I would say. I anyway. would agree with that. I would not go... I, You know, you go to Disney and you see fireworks. Mm-hmm. I would not say this is fireworks. I would say you're seeing a show and fireworks and are part had, of it.
1: We had seen... Um, Disneyland Paris, their castle show, their fireworks show. And again, they can't rely so much on fireworks. Mm-hmm. I think there's some ordinance involved. Um, and we loved the way they were using projection and different things.
2: That's still the best and one I've ever I, seen. I
1: would agree with that. And then what I thought the Star Wars show kind of got a little close to that with the way they were using projections and lasers and, and not making the fireworks the star. Right. Um, I think it, when fireworks aren't the star, it makes them look at other other avenues or other ways to do More things More creative Yeah, exactly So
0: I think this is a reason to visit in 17 for sure This is definitely something to add to your list of park events Alright, moving on Number two Rogue One, a Star Wars story Inspired additions to Star Wars Launch Bay This is basically props quote unquote. Some of them are real, some of them are not From the movie Star uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story I have not been, I have not seen them um I don't not really one of those people who has to go and see costumes and props from a movie as long as you're coming for the fireworks go see this right exactly mm-hmm. But don't come see this and not see the fireworks. Oliver, did you go and do this? I know uh, Rhino did it.
3: No, I didn't, unfortunately. But I know that uh, Rhino enjoyed it immensely. It's um, it's completely up his alley. Rhino likes um, the Power Rangers. He, <laughs> he, he likes all sorts. Um, from what I gathered from him, he said it was quite interesting. It, it would appeal to a lot of people. It tends to stuff like this tends to um, feel a bit. Uh, And it doesn't feel like that at all. They dressed it up very well. They made it interesting. They, You know, everything was labeled um, from where it was from, what film. He said it was something that could be enjoyed by everyone, which I thought was nice.
1: Yeah, and I think enjoyed by everyone is... (laughs) I think it's a broad statement. (laughs) Uh, Because my my husband also told me Rogue One was a standalone that could be enjoyed by everyone. So I think, you know... (laughs) But... I do think we are so
0: gonna get hate mail. We
1: are, but I do think, and I'm trying to, um, trying to put myself in that position of a person who is a fan of this, and try to think if it was something I was a fan of. I think it's really cool. I don't know that that reason alone, if you took that out of the list of 17, would be the one to say, that's the reason I'm going this year. If this was stuff but from was Abbey, I'd cer- be excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was certainly in collaboration with some of the other things that are going on at the studios in the Star Wars area. I do think it... I think it's a good app. Well,
3: here's the thing for me. You can choose how much time you want to spend there. So that's if you're there great. for five yeah. minutes, that's interesting enough for me. Right. For Rhino, he might have spent, you know, five hours there. So right. it's, exactly. you can gauge well, your own what's time. What's
0: really nice is this is in the sort of theme of how I used to view the studios. Remember when they had yes, the dresses, exactly. the AFI dress display? The American
2: right. uh, Film Institute. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that All everything about the movies now at the studios. Right. So I think it's nice that the studios is going back to that. I miss that. Yeah. Um, while we're on break, I'd like Kevin to write down the list of props he would like from Downton Abbey <laughs> to be on display. I'd be curious about what that list looks like. All right, moving on to number three. Magic Bands 2 rolls out.
1: Woo! New Magic Yay. Bands. Yay! These are
2: kind of like new phone books. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the new phone books are here.
1: <laughs> you know, one thing I'm excited about, it though, and I have not actually physically touched one yet. I was We've been here for a couple of days, so we've been in the parks uh, for this visit. Normally, I kind of fly into a show and leave, but we've been hanging out for a while. And I thought I would see them for sale in the parks more. But I think they still have so many of the old ones, they're not quite ready for that. But they're, you know, they're starting to. We saw a couple specialty ones. Um, but my understanding is that center circle thing is popping out. And I'm looking forward to thinking, what else are they going to do with that? I would love to have like a, something like that go into like a fob or a keychain. Because I actually don't wear my magic band. I wrap it around the, the strap of my wristlet and wear it like that. I don't like wearing it on my wrist. So I would love to have something that I could clip. And that's, I think that's the or, idea.
0: They're going to make yeah. key fobs. They're going to make other things. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that's important to point out, we all thought it was just going to pop out very easily. Oh, and
1: I understand it doesn't. Yeah. It's it's quite, which is probably right a good it. thing. I mean, you don't necessarily want it to pop out easily, yeah. but, but that's it'll be interesting the, to see.
0: That's sort of the meat and bones of your magic bag. I kind of think don't this is it. the
1: start. And I have been hearing now from clients that they are starting to ship. Yes, they are. Um, Absolutely. now. There, I have. There has been a couple instances where people still got the old ones. So I'm guessing it's an inventory thing with certain colors. So maybe as a color was gone, they started replacing them with the new ones. So they are starting to ship. If you still get an old one, it's possible. But I think I would think in the next two to four weeks, we're going to start to see them all ship with the new.
0: It's also my understanding that it's uh, all or nothing. They're not going to give you half new. Right. Yeah, I do understand that as well. Yeah. So. Kind of exciting, kind of interesting. I know people get very excited about the different colors and stuff. It doesn't do anything for me. I
1: but. I, I kind of, I have every color. I like it. It's always, what are we going to order next?
3: I'm gonna, just going to put it out there. I, I love Magic Band 2.0. I've got mm-hmm. mine. I ordered it and it came in the mail. I was lucky I got one of the 2.0 ones. I've wore it a few times. It's immensely more comfortable than the previous versions. Yeah. it's The shape of the puck actually allows it to breathe underneath, which is ah, very nice because okay. I always found it to be too clammy around Mm -hmm. my wrist and that's what i find as
1: well and is it like a little bit of a softer more pliable
3: it is yes yeah
1: Yeah. good
2: all right moving on to number four i just want you to know that i don't think that's a reason to come to the parks you don't (laughs) no i think it great it's a perk first of all two out of three and already you're negative no i'm not being negative i'm just kidding you asked if we thought these were reasons to visit I don't. I was only
0: kidding.
1: I, I do, don't want your opinion on I anything. Do think getting a, <laughs> I do think getting a magic band is a perk of staying on site. Absolutely. When you see what these cost. And this stay, we're staying at the Swan. And so we didn't have that whole order your magic band, get your magic band. We don't have it. We've been doing some things at the park where it would have been really convenient. And we're like, oh, I miss not just paying with my magic band. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting how already we've, it's become part of our regular almost culture of, of visiting Disney world. So I do think I am a fan of magic band. So I do think magic bands are,
0: there's always something nice about getting something. Right. Right. So as part of your vacation in the past, you used to get your documents and that yeah. was fine. I think getting this box, right. how cool it is. the presentation. And there is of value.
1: It. You know, it's not, if it, there is no other way to get a free magic band. Yeah. So if you don't, or you're not staying at a resort and you do come to the parks, you have to pay 12 to $14 or more Per magic band, depending on what theming it is, so it is something. It is a value. Sometimes things are perceived value. This is an actual value. Agreed.
0: All right, number four, exclusive <laughs> new Star Wars tour now available at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Okay, let me let me read a little bit. This seven-hour experience, led by a Star Wars "quote unquote" all-in-the-know tour guide, allows you to experience Star Tours, uh, go inside. Uh, And do character meet and greets, um, screen Star Wars Path of the Jedi, enjoy Star Wars themed menu items at the Backlot Express, blah, blah, blah. Um, You also wrap up with uh, the dessert party that Tracy was talking Mm -hmm. about. So there's a value there for sure. Um, The price is $129 per adult, actually per guest, not even different prices for kids. And you have to book this in advance. Um, I got to tell you, I don't know that I want to do anything at Disney for seven hours straight. So
1: we've done some of the, we've done a couple of the other tours where they were a little bit longer. Um, I think it depends on the interest. Not obviously, we've talked about it. This wouldn't be of my interest. I think my husband would love this day. I think a Star Wars fan would love this day. And when you look at the price, one hundred twenty nine dollars sounds like a lot. Seven hours. It is. Yeah. But. That dessert party we were talking about is $69. So now that's included. Now you've paid an extra $60 to have this experience for the day. So I think then the value starts to skew a little bit for the fan. So this is one of those things that, you know, the family does because they're all fans, or maybe I would do as a birthday present to my husband or, you know, and then he'd owe me two, you know, so it just depends.
0: (laughs) When you want to get them out of your hair for seven hours.
1: exactly. Here, honey, this is for you. So I do think there's some... I think there's definitely some value in this tour, especially with the fact that it includes the dessert party. Again, I think this is all part of, it's almost like, what was it, one, two, and four now? Are Star all Wars. talking about Star Wars. So I think combined, these would be a reason for a Star Wars fan to visit. I don't know that any one on its own would make me, Or make anybody really plan a vacation
0: That is true Uh, It is I'm trying to see, I'm going forward, it's not on the list But there is now a new Star Wars themed after hours party So um, It's a hard ticketed event, Mm -hmm. so that might be added To the whole
1: Star Wars The Star Wars Galactic Night I think they're calling it And with the Star Wars tour, just before we go on that It's only happening a couple days a week Um, As of right now, the information I have, it's Monday and Saturday I don't know if that will change going forward But
0: yeah, I'm sure these are limited because mm-hmm. you got to get that all in a no tour guide. I'm sure he's not <laughs> available every day.
2: All right. I'm assuming it's a he. <laughs> That's true. Could be
0: she. Uh, number five, speaking of after hours, Disney After Hours events return January through March of 2017. Uh, this is the party in the Magic Kingdom. It is a hard ticketed event, meaning that it costs you, in addition to other costs, $119 per adult or child, not including tax. Um, List of dates. I'm sure you can find these on various websites.
1: The first one actually happened yesterday. I think
0: January 20th Correct. It's a three-hour event. It takes place after the bar closes uh, limited to a certain number of events and 25 attractions Character greetings and other of areas are open within the Magic Kingdom If you are so inclined to do a party This is certainly something that you should consider. We've done these in the past um, less crowds, less lines, yeah. always a lot of fun. You get to sort of walk on certain
1: rides. I think they're including um, drinks and snacks too, aren't they? And not, I, a, would, I would believe soft drinks. yeah, so, yeah exactly. Um, but like water and like an ice cream bar or Mickey bar or something. Um, we were actually going to try to fit that in this week and because of recording this morning, I didn't think it would be a good idea for me to the magic Kingdom <laughs> in the middle of the night, but I think there's some value here. I can tell you, this is something that we would pay for as adults. Um, you know, I don't know if I had a family of four, if my perspective would be the same, but paying for two people, um, this is definitely something that we would do.
2: Well, this is what I remember growing up. We would go to the park at certain times and it would be just absolutely dead empty. So you could go from thing to thing and not wait in line at all. And some things they would let you ride over and over again. I get the feeling. I, I understand that this is what this is, that there is Unlimited access for that amount of time. A little bit
1: like what the Halloween and Christmas parties used to be like when they were first out. They were so, you know, you were paying for an exclusive low crowd event. This is how this feels to me. I think also because of the cost and because of the hour, there would be less, um, you know, less younger kids and stuff as well. So I, you know, for us, this is something. I'm beyond, I don't, the Christmas party and Halloween parties are not where I choose to spend my money anymore. Um, but this is something that I think I would do.
0: This is also positioned at a time when there isn't other things going on. Right. There are not other parties going on. Exactly. So You're not going to conflict. Taking advantage of the fact that, you know, they have an opportunity these evenings to keep the Magic Kingdom open later.
1: And there's not really slow times anymore. Like th- we used to come annually in January, a week, sometimes two weeks. That was our trip to get away from the winter. And this is the first time I've been in a while in January. Um, I'm surprised at how busy it is. Like I was expecting, oh, it's gonna be so quiet. We're gonna be, not so much. I mean, it is quieter. Like I've been here during really busy times lately. So I definitely see a difference, but it's not like January a few years ago that's for sure now you used to like be theater. able to walk down main street and not see yeah, anybody exactly you should you know throw a football through liberty square and not hit a person but now it's definitely not like that now it's still you know things are down for refurb and, and it's still kind of readjusting season but it is definitely not as quiet so a party like this there's some value there
0: the other thing to keep in mind too is this is something you position in your trip around perhaps not having a ticket Yes. So you might be able to get an extra day out of your vacation and buy one last park day on a ticket, and that sort of evens out. You wouldn't want to do it on a day you're going to be in the park. That's a little exhausting.
2: Oh, or if you're here for a short time and you want to see a lot. Yeah. This is the way to do it. Absolutely. All right, moving on to number six
0: more dining to debut at Disney Springs. Um, Skip, sort of a vague thing, but we know that coming up in 2017 is going to be Planet Hollywood Observatory will be open, Mm -hmm. Paddlefish, The Polite Pig, The Edison, and Wine Bar George. Um, Here's the deal. Anything new, food and drink-wise, at Disney is always a good thing. Disney Springs, I think, is proving itself uh, time and time again that they are... opening these really great establishments so these are definitely worth looking forward to i am not looking forward to planet hollywood however everyone is telling me keep an open mind it's a different chef it's going to be a different menu
1: yeah and and guy guy Fieri. fieri is you know we were at we were down in disney springs the other day and we were up at the coke lounge and he was doing some He was there doing some promo work outside. So we got some pictures up above. So there's a menu items out. I'm seeing pictures of the menus, hearing talks of the menus. It kind of sounds interesting what they're doing. We'll see, but I can tell you up until... I'm really liking everything else I mean we just did homecoming again for dinner it's become a must do for us now I agree that's my favorite yeah we really enjoy it I've done STK which I enjoyed. that would be more of a special occasion kind of thing for us um more I'm really we did Morimoto um I'm just really liking what they're doing there. So I'm looking forward to these new restaurants.
2: I'm looking forward to the polite pig. The polite pig is uh, an offshoot of a restaurant that has been in winter park for several years called the ravenous pig. And it's the food was wonderful when we were there. It's a sort of gastro pub kind of thing, Mm -hmm. but I'm looking forward to that. I have a feeling that's going to be very popular.
1: When I think of bringing guests though, to the parks, I think of what draws people to come from other States or other countries and I don't know that restaurants in Disney Springs would do that. I think these are really great for locals, really great for people like, like my husband and I who come a lot, and we don't spend all of our time in the parks anymore. We're looking for other things to do. Um, you know, a, a nice dinner out would be more of our, of our thing. So I don't know, again, that this would bring me from my, you know, this is not going to excite me when I'm sitting in Canada going, okay, now I'm going. This is,
0: Disney this Springs in and of itself, is the draw.
1: Yes, Disney Springs Coming has and become the, a destination. The
0: changes that have occurred, seeing how beautiful it is, seeing the new stuff that goes in. And I think these are just pluses. You know, it's yeah. nice to know they're not just going to sort of stop and nothing new. Um, the Edison, been talking about the Edison now for two years. Right. I'm really excited to see what that looks like. I'm hoping it's not a disappointment. I'm hoping it's not something I've built up so much that it winds up being a disappointment. I know you were looking forward to that, Kevin.
2: Mm, I like the idea of it.
0: All right. Moving on to number seven, there's going to be some milestone races for run Disney.
1: Safe to say that's not going to get anybody at this table. More than <laughs> really?
0: this <book> <laughs> uh, 20th anniversary of the Walt Disney world half marathon, um, a whole bunch of other races, uh, uh the princess half marathon after the film, beauty and the beast is released. Um, run disney in and of itself has become a juggernaut and it has produced um revenue and crowds at disney during a time when they didn't usually have these right. crowds Yep. so people are into it people love it if you are a runner if you are a and disney a disney fan, fan you get to run through the parks yeah. right.
1: it is a plus it's yeah. a win for everybody not all races just gonna put that out there not all races run through the parks You know, somebody's going to write us and say, (laughs) um, but I can tell you there's a whole culture in doing, I, I, doing the 10 K last year, Chris just did another 10 K. Um, there's a whole world there that we really didn't know anything about. There's a whole culture of people who do this on a regular basis, who, who collect and have beautiful displays for their medals. So I do think for those that are interested, this is a draw to the parks. Um, these races coming for the weekend Doing these events um, I know a lot of people who are doing them on a regular basis
0: It's also not just the race Disney makes a big right. deal about it the, You mentioned the medals, the medals. And You get to
2: carbo-load you took the car- yeah. load well, That's my
0: favorite. That was part. my favorite part.
1: It's like it was my favorite part. Oh darn! I have to eat lots of pasta tonight.
0: <laughs> and then we have to run, man, the next day. you No, you just,
2: no one run. said that. No. There were no rules.
1: Yeah.
0: You can't load for a, a Downton Abbey <laughs> marathon. And I
1: can, I can and I can dispel that rumor. Not everybody runs.
0: <laughs> that is true. The nice thing about it too is, right? It's not you're not just the hardcore runner. There are people who. Jog, who walk, who yep. do it just for the yeah. fun
1: of it. My boat, Chris has done two 10Ks and he's done a half. Um, I did the one 10K and uh, he has not run all of them. He You know, walk or do a walk run kind of thing. They are anything above the five is a timed race, so you do have to keep up a pace or they will
2: knock you down with a truck.
1: Yeah, they'll come and pick you up in the bus and they have really cute little ladies carrying the balloons that will tell you it's time for you to go, but they do. <laughs> tell you it's time for you to go see in my head i so. think they've
0: got like a car with a cattle catcher on the front and they just <laughs> scoop
2: people up no,
1: that to me would be fun
2: i would be the one who would be standing around waiting for the bus <laughs> is that bus <laughs> where's the get bus here? coming i'm waiting for my bus <laughs> all right carbo loaded and everything where's the bus
0: <laughs> i don't even i think the bus ride would even not be worth it uh, maybe Keep not it on the bus number eight Um, this year, first ever International Festival of the Arts begins January
1: 13th. I did it. I did it yesterday. Awesome. Um, We actually, um, this is one of the reasons why we came down early. We are so excited anytime there's something new. Just, you know, we we come a lot. We've done a lot. So there's something new. And we did like the old Masters of the Arts, I think they called it it, at Downtown Disney.
2: The Festival of the Masters. uh, This is a sore spot. Tread carefully.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I think this is This is something different. The thing is this, what happened in downtown Disney is never going to happen again. It it did nothing to, I know. Yeah.
0: Take her passport. No,
1: (laughs) we just, you know, we need a hard dose of reality. It's just not going to happen anymore. You don't know that. I'm pretty sure. But you don't know. (laughs) It's just, it's not, but there were, I could see how this is, um, this is going to try to, there were independent people there. Um, I think we saw three booths now and keep in mind, we didn't do, we didn't see all of the booths, but we saw three that were from outside vendors, um, selling things that were not necessarily Disney that were other things. Um, we, I enjoyed the Herb Ryman display. There was a small little display of his and you would enjoy the, I get my Blairs mixed up, not Linda, right? No, Mary, Mary Blair. You would <laughs> completely different art. <laughs> you would enjoy, you know. So there are yeah, some things to enjoy and I like the fact that they've they've included some of the, the food as well. Um, we were there on a very slow day and there was some weights for the food. It was worth the wait with what we had. I could see that becoming a problem. Um, as it's a crowded day. I know Chris was going today, and it's a Saturday. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, so I'm worried that they're going to start kind of scaling back the quality of what they're doing and the, the uniqueness of how they're doing the displays and stuff. So there were lots of things I liked about it. It's kind of it's cool. It's a slow time of year to have something else. I do think it's, they've decided that food booths in Epcot make money. So now they're starting to kind of, okay, why can we put food booths in Epcot Mm. now? So there's a little bit of that going on. I liked it. It's the first year. There's some kinks. I'd like to see where they go with it.
0: We have not been. So for full disclosure, full honesty, we have not been yet. We tried to get there, but life is a little hectic at the moment. Um, All I can say is the uh, secondhand information I've received from most people is that they thought it was a nice thing. However, it needs to be fleshed out more. That it feels like it's perhaps the first year, and we're right. we're experimenting, and what is going to work and what isn't going to work, and perhaps even this year it'll get better over time. But they feel that it's not, um, it's not like food and wine. It's not that no, absolutely sort of not. Draw out, so. And
1: I hope it doesn't become that. Like I hope the food doesn't become the focus. We have um, we have reserved seating tonight to see the Broadway shows that they do at the, in the American theater. I think they're doing it. They had released something for annual pass holders where you could go and you could reserve right. seating for that. So we have that for tonight. So we're going to see the 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 show. We haven't done that yet. Um, it's interesting to me how they're implementing different types of arts. We oh, I oversaw they were doing a, a presentation on floral arrangement where I think you had to pay a fee. I'm sure you had to pay a fee to do it. But you had like they were doing something from Disney floral and they were creating um, so they were, you know, were so I like other and t- implement different areas of the arts, there were a lot of different things for different interests. I do think what I read about last week, I thought I saw some improvements this week over what I read last week, I think this is a work in progress, I can tell you, there were a ton of suits walking around. Mm everywhere we were yesterday. Oliver, you had a chance to do this?
3: I certainly did. Um, exactly. I'm in the same boat as Tracy. You can see the potential. It's right now, um, it's it's a good event. It just needs tweaking in places. Yeah. Um, I would say it's certainly not on the scale right now of uh, food and wine or flower and garden. Um, the food was a huge highlight. They've definitely figured out that the food booths make money. Uh, and I will say that the, the food in itself... Is pieces of art. So they're taking right. a lot longer to prepare it. They're taking it a lot longer to get it to you. But when you get it, um, it's you, you enjoy just the visual of the food as exactly. well, just because that's, that's what they're striving to do. Um, they've got some very, very interesting food there as well this year. I'd say the food is equally as good um, as the uh, Food and Wine Festival, if not slightly better, to be I, honest. Most of
1: what I had so. yesterday I thought was better than what I've had at Food and Wine lately. Yep. Um, I find food and wine is becoming very mainstream in what they're, it's almost assembly line, the way that they're yep. popping those plates out. And I found this kind of went back to what I felt food and wine used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think at this point, this event is a destination or a reason to come like food and wine would be. I know a lot of people plan their vacation because Around of food, food and, and wine, yeah, flower garden. and garden, the same Absolutely. thing. This event isn't there yet. It may get there, it may not, but I can kind of see some potential.
0: What I think is nice is that, it's, it feels again like we're going a little bit back to old Disney Where there's a perk now right. There's something in addition It's not an extra cost unless exactly. you want to buy something yeah. But it's something for you to do there That's the, beyond just going to the park
1: And there were several artists We love looking at Disney art And we have a few pieces at home And we've had different artists sign it over the years So in a lot of the booths um, Art was being sold And the artist was there you know, Signing and speaking to people So that was, it was kind of cool as well
0: Excellent. All right, moving on to number nine, Uh, a biggie. Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival begins March 1st. Um, Flower and Garden every year is getting longer. Food and wine every year is getting longer. Now with this Festival of the Arts, we may have uh, an event year-round at Epcot, which is not necessarily a bad thing.
2: I think I like the idea.
0: March 1st to May 29th, so that's going to be a big season for Flower and Garden. Flower and Garden is always spectacular. Epcot's never more beautiful than during Flower and Garden, for sure.
1: And it's been, what, now, two years, maybe, that they've added the food? Yeah. I might be off on that. Um, but they've, again, started utilizing these food booths. And this, I would compare more to what Food and Wine is doing, that type of thing. But it adds another element to it. So... I think Flower and Garden is always, has always been for a while and still remains a reason to, to visit during that time.
2: Absolutely.
0: This is a, definitely a destination.
2: Yeah. Flower and Garden also, as the plants mature, Flower and right. Garden gets more beautiful. It does. it does. It's not like you have to be there at the beginning or you're going to miss something. It actually gets even better towards the end.
1: And especially if your interest lies there. There's so many classes, there's so many people for you to talk to and presentations. Um, so I think definitely a reason to choose this time.
0: A couple of new things they want to highlight um, two brand new topiaries. So, certainly worth it to come to see Belle and Figman as topiaries. And there's going to be a Cars Interactive Play Garden for kids in honor of the upcoming Disney Pixar film, Cars 3.
2: Isn't the Figment topiary already out? Didn't- That's for the arts.
0: That's for the, this one. You
2: think there's going to yeah. be another topiary? Firm?
0: I do. I think he's going to be a completely different outfit, completely different pose. <laughs>
1: They're going to grow a sweater on him by the end.
2: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> time
0: for the sweater, sweater. They've
2: planted the sweater, nail.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, in addition, it, well, along with that, number 10, new Garden Rocks dining packages to debut at Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. Yeah. Um on so select like days, a number of Epcot restaurants, you can combine dinner and reserve seating for performances of the Garden Rocks concert series, which is pretty much the um, best way to put it. Are they still alive? Right, exactly. We call it the Are They Still Alive concert series. Um, folks who are pr- perhaps not most current. Performers.
2: That was really a horrible thing to say. Some of them are really good.
0: Some of them are very good, but it's always it's not like you're gonna go see Taylor Swift or someone who's very, very current.
1: You're not yet see, anyway. It'll be a few years before right, Taylor Swift years. is closed. <laughs>
2: we'll have Taylor Swift there.
1: Yeah. But
2: you know what though? I think for a lot of people it's nostalgia. It's also a great way to see people that you wished you had always seen. We went and saw Little Richard. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um Right. And the thing is with these dining packages, I'm kind of over the dining packages. They they tried to sell them for this event that's going on now, the Festival of the Arts. Uh, I'm guessing they didn't sell too many, which is why they started selling, showing or offering reserve seating to annual pass holders. Um, but I don't imagine that there's, I mean, I guess if you're coming here and you're having dinner anyway, maybe book a dining package. But I don't think it's going to have the same urgency that's the Candlelight, like candlelight process- Processional does. Yeah, exactly. And I also- think they saw that success and thought, oh, hey, I know how we can capitalize on that here, here, and here. I'm not sure that it'll be the same, you know.
0: Occasionally, the artist might do it, depending on who's performing. It might right. be the type of thing where the only way to get a seat could be through this dining package. But unless you want to wait in the standby line. For- how-
2: Oliver, have they announced this year's?
3: That is a great question. I was trying to think of that while you were talking about it. Um, I can't say for sure right now. I've I've got a feeling that they haven't, but I could be incorrect. I
2: I love it when you validate my question. Thank (laughs) you (laughs) for validating it. All
3: right. Um, Especially
2: when you don't know the answer.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to our next reason for coming in 2017. uh, New family raft ride at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park. Um, let me see if I can get to this. This experience will immerse you in the story of Treasure Hunter Captain Mary Oceanier. You will gently ascend in treasure rafts, only to plunge into a whitewater adventure where you will encounter some of Mary's legendary
3: treasures. The title of the attraction is Misfortune Falls, I believe, if I if my memory serves me correctly. Correct. So I can remember that one.
0: <laughs> so. Um. Yeah. If you're into water parks, if you're into getting wet, if you're into these big rides, certainly always great when there's a new ride, right? We always love new rides.
3: Yeah, definitely. Especially one like this. I believe this is in the water coaster category. So, if you if you're a person that hasn't visited a water park in many years, I would I would suggest going back because they've improved immensely. The slides aren't what they used to be. All right. So these things are a lot more advanced. Um, they don't just go down; they go up too, and they're very very enjoyable. So.
2: It's great and when families. is I four uh, or Universal's I four water park going <laughs> to exactly. open?
3: Uh, that's going to be, uh, I believe. Mm, oh, Craig's going to kill me. Next, year. no, uh, it's this no, year. It's, it's opening mid this, year. this year. Yeah, it's a mid yeah. this year. Some of this year, I believe. Yes.
2: So there's there's a whole bunch to choose from. Right. Yes. The volcano of
0: I four is that what it's called? <laughs> volcano
3: Bay. <laughs> um,
0: and this is sort of you know Disney's got to keep up with the Joneses. They've got to keep up with Universal, and they've got to keep their water parks uh, exciting. Because Universal's Water Park will be killer for sure. Yep. Just looking at what's already been built out there.
2: And if you want to see it, just drive along I four.
0: Exactly. <laughs> There's no way to little, miss it. It is a little weird, though. You've, you've driven that way, right? Oh, of course. Uh, right? Yeah. You cannot it miss it. It's a little it at weird all. that it's... those slides are like almost over
2: the highway.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's. I'm. Un- un- interested to see how they're going to uh kind of block it in so you don't see that outside world because right now it looks like wherever you stand unless they plant
2: trees on the highway (laughs) you're gonna see it i don't think they're gonna i don't think they're gonna worry about
0: people seeing in i think it's gonna be more line of sight yeah like i don't think you're gonna load those tubes where you'll see the highway Mm. to keep it Immersive that way, but I don't think they're going to build walls or anything like that.
1: I yep. say, as somebody who does not like to be seen in her bathing suit too often in public, the idea that the entire I four is going to watch me go down the tube <laughs> is, is not so appealing. Not just the people in yeah, the immediate it's not vicinity. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now there's going to be people, you know, stopped in traffic on I four, literally watching me go the other tube.
0: Is that a headed ghost <laughs> on the slide?
1: <laughs> okay, exactly. <laughs> All right, moving on
0: to the number twelve reason to visit in two thousand seventeen, Boulder Ridge Cove Geyser Point Bar and Grill opening summer two (laughs) thousand seventeen.
1: Okay, this is under the category of we're stretching now. Really, this (laughs) is—is this one of
0: those thin ones you talked about at the beginning? Did Disney's Wilderness Lodge in two thousand seventeen, the Boulder Ridge Cove pool. Um, will be like any other pool at Disney <laughs> and the Geyser Point Bar and Grill a new quick service eatery so these are going to be in addition to folks staying at these
2: are lovely things if you were planning on coming oh look there's something to go exactly say I don't right. think anybody's buying plane tickets for the Boulder yeah. Ridge Cove
1: if you're sitting at home and thinking all right that quick service this is the reason i've been waiting <laughs> exactly. and that's the reason you were just really looking for a reason <laughs> i also have
0: to say too this is not a reason for someone to book no. at this particular resort either it's not like oh my gosh i can't wait right. there's a new quick service right. thing but it's always nice when there's. oh something. look cheeseburgers
3: and french fries <laughs> mm-hmm. it's something to get excited about not a reason to
1: yes
2: it's, yeah. it's it is i'm exactly not even sure that qualifies It's something you,
1: it's almost something something
2: new. It's more like something you stumble upon.
0: Right. If
1: you were staying at that resort, it's a reason they, oh, good, there's going to be a new quick service while I'm there by the pool. That pool is going to be cool. That's about as as far as the conversation would go, I would imagine. I don't know.
3: I agree. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right. Since that's so exciting, let's move on to number 13, actually. Big one. This is the big one Pandora, the world of Avatar, opening summer of 2017.
1: I really think you should put a question mark at the end (laughs) of that.
0: Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park. <laughs> or the letters ish. So, yeah. I believe it is going to happen. There is just too much. But you are 17. the eternal optimist. I am. <laughs> um, there's, I think they are under a deadline. They are going to open something, some part of that land for sure in 17. Um, and this has been covered to death on the show. I'm not going to go over what's going to be in Avatar. But here's the deal. This is a whole new land.
1: Yeah. This is a reason. This is a reason. If you're... If but and again I talk about us who are frequent visitors if you're new to disney this alone is not a reason because unless you are a really big avatar fan of right. course um this alone isn't a reason if you are new cuz there's so much for you to experience you really are going to get a snippet of a lot of things but for those of us who are fans and frequent visitors this type of thing is a reason to plan a trip um it's just because we're always, as fans, looking for something new, something different. Um, and if you're that level of fan, I'm not a fan of Avatar. I don't know that
2: anybody's booking or looking to plan a trip because of this. This is one of those things that this is going to fit into your
1: I, I
2: already planned
0: trip. Disagree a little bit. I believe that if you are planning a trip to Walt Disney World this year, and you are a fan of Avatar or you're looking for the new, new big thing, you're going to wait until this opens.
1: Yeah, and I can tell you, say, I've never seen Avatar. And I don't believe I would be a fan. It doesn't seem like my type of movie. But I'm excited to see this land because I'm excited to see what Disney has done with it. It was the same thing with Harry Potter at Universal when that all opened. I had not seen a Harry Potter movie or read a book. And now I've mentioned Star Wars, Harry Potter. People are wondering, what does she do? <laughs> um, You've but have never I, read a book? Never read a book. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what she said? So we had a little chat earlier before the show started that
0: Tracy likes to work on planes. Yeah, I think we should make a chance to read (laughs) a (laughs) book.
1: But what is? I have since seen Harry Potter movies, and when I. When it was opening, we were going to go see. It. I thought, okay, I have to see one to see what this is all about. Can but you read? I, I can read. I'm gonna okay. I did think <laughs> she only is in
0: Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that was coming.
1: <laughs> I did think Harry Potter was the best theme land that I've seen Absolutely. everywhere without really being a fan. And I think Avatar. I think I'm going to really appreciate what's been done there, outside of being not being a fan of the movie. Like I think there's. Gonna I be think fun.
2: that's kind of where I sit. Also, yeah. I think it's going to be cool. Yeah. I don't know that I'm excited about the
1: connection. Right.
0: However, look at something like New Fantasyland. Not necessarily geared towards us, but it was great when they opened yeah, New I Fantasyland. It. it was beautiful.
1: It's and- fun. We were just walking through there on Thursday, and I said, I really like it back here. Like, I really like how immersive it is. I love the little touches. And I think Avatar Land is going to be like that. I think we all know what Disney does with stuff like this. I think it's going to be incredible. Carsland you know, when they had done that in Disneyland. Yep. Again, not necessarily, I wasn't the target audience for that, but I can appreciate um, what's there. I think Avatar Land is going to be the same thing. Looking really forward to this nighttime show that may or may not happen. I hear that it's kind of ready now. So I'm hoping, we've heard loose rumors around the end of May. So we're going to
0: see a soft opening or a press event or something happen around the end of May, beginning of June. So yeah. we shall see. All right, moving on to number 14, um, Food and Wine, Food Epcot's International Food and Wine Festival returns for a record 75 days. I mentioned this earlier. The festivals are getting longer. They're just going to start touching each other eventually.
1: It's kind of like the Christmas party and the Halloween parties. You know, it's the same thing. They just kind of eventually blend. So like tonight's. Halloween party, tomorrow night's Christmas party.
2: Sometimes <laughs> at the same night. Right. I
1: love that. <laughs> it's kind of going to be
2: like Cracker Barrel. Right. <laughs> never the Christmas decorations come out in May. Yeah.
1: <laughs> food
0: and wine is always fantastic, always a great time to visit. Even if you're not
2: coming for food and wine, it just makes Epcot a great
0: place to visit.
2: Also, food and wine now takes some planning. Oh, absolutely. Because there are days that are far more crowded than other yeah. days. I well, can
1: tell you, if I could do food and wine, I've... I'm becoming less of a fan. I've done it every year for a lot of years. And I'm finding now that it's so, so crowded, uh, especially on weekends. And I'm finding the quality of what they're doing with the food has really decreased. Um, It's just, and I think it's becoming more... I think it's just because they have to serve so many people in such a short period of time. I don't think that it's the intent. I think if I got something made with the way they intended it for it to be made, it's very good. Or
0: originally how it right. used to be more yeah. boutique sort of, not right. this assembly line. Understood.
1: Yeah. So, but definitely if you're going to food and wine, if you can try to plan those days to be weekdays – Um, We always try to go, even if we have to go on a weekend, we try to go at 11 o'clock when World Showcase is first opening and kind of get through some of it then. But if you can avoid the weekends, especially weekend evenings, you're going to be happier for it.
0: Absolutely. All right, number 15. It's going to be the 35th anniversary of Epcot, Kevin, October 1st, 2017. I always think anniversaries are fun. I think they're milestones. I apologize for interrupting you. This gives me hope Perhaps we will see some, qu- some
2: kind of celebration. Yeah. Well, if Disney has listed it as something, I think they're probably going to have to back right. that up. Because usually we go, oh, look, it's an anniversary of a theme park, and then nothing happens. I think there are a lot of people already gearing up for 2021, which right. seems so far away, but it's four years. What is that, 2021? The 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. Yep. I have a feeling we're going to see something huge. I would hope so. Or 100 before. Cupcakes on Main Street. I don't know really? one or the other.
0: So here's hoping that they do something good
2: to celebrate the 35th anniversary. It's hard to talk yeah. about this because we don't know what it is. Right. But I, I really hope it's terrific. I hope there are all sorts of commemorative things. And I hope it doesn't last for 18 months.
3: I think it's going to be in the same vein as the festivals. They've they've just figured out how well the festivals do. So it's going to be a... An, There's going to
2: be food booths? A,
3: yeah. It's going to be a 35th <laughs> anniversary with food booths and And people other who were famous things. a while ago? Yeah, of course. Yeah.
2: <laughs> You figure you crack
0: their code. have, <laughs> um, and this does. You know, this is right after Food and Wine, so maybe there'll be sort of an extension of Food and mm-hmm. Wine.
2: Oh, no, it's, it's actually in, right during, food, during and food and Wine. Yeah, that's right. It's going to cover flower and garden, Food and Wine, <laughs> and Christmas, and arts, and arts, and arts. And arts. All right, let's move on
0: to the next one. The next one is going is more updates oh, to Star Wars inspired land. At this point does anyone care? <laughs> exactly. And again, this is one of those thin ones, so you know, there's not a reason to visit Walt Disney World, but we're going to get more updates on There's going to be more mugs and there's going to be more bags. Things that might come to the Star Wars land. So no sort of commitment that anything will happen, will be finished. <laughs> We'll this is going to draw you know, people anything. out of the Northeast. <laughs> exactly. And then finally, number 17 on our list, uh, Return of Holiday Favorites, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, and other stuff. You don't say it as good as Craig. I do not say it as good as Craig. I wouldn't even try. Here's the deal, right? I know it's kind of funny that they've included Return of Holiday Favorites, but if you are planning to come to Walt Disney World during the holidays, you really need to plan now. You really need to think about when you're going to be here, how you're going to spend your money, what resort you're going to come to. Um, You've got to do that in advance because this is a time of year that books up. and People
2: always get disappointed. I didn't get the resort I wanted. It's too expensive. I'm going to add something to the end of this as the holiday favorites. Mm -hmm. Disney has not released 2018 dates and rates yet. At this point, all you can book is a room-only
1: reservation. And you don't want to do that if you don't have to.
2: Right, so just if you're listening, I, I'm getting a lot of emails. I, why can't I book yeah. Disney releases? Their dates and rates at some point during the year.
1: Usually June, sometimes early July, even
2: maybe. You've even seen them in the as late as the fall. Right. So it's really so. If you're looking for 2018, you have to be patient because we just don't have pricing. Disney doesn't give us pricing for this yet. It will be out eventually. But again, I I think that. This is really the time
0: you guys should sit down with your families and say, I want to go to Disney during Christmas. Start now. Don't wait. Because you're just going to be disappointed. You're not going to get what you want.
2: And especially if you're getting close to the holiday. If you're getting close to the holiday, the Christmas holiday, the New Year holiday, you're going to have to plan for large crowds of people. So it's kind of a... You should have military precision with your planning at this point. Absolutely, we
1: should. At some point, we may want to do a show about that planning for for crowded times. But one of my tips would be um, buy a longer ticket. I sometimes have people saying staying seven or eight nights, but condensing that ticket to four days because I think well we want some rest days. I would suggest you take a seven or eight day ticket. And plan for rest time during your days. I would here's what's going to
0: happen, right? During those four days, you're not going to get a chance to do everything.
1: You're not. And, and you're, you're going to be ha- so exhausted, timelines. stretching your day yep. so hard, you think, today's my ticket day. Yep. Whereas if you have a seven- or eight-day ticket, and I can tell you the way Disney's ticket pricing works, it's not like you're paying for eight one-day tickets. As you get longer, the per-day price decreases. So it's not as big of a jump as you may think. Right.
2: In
0: some
1: instances,
2: um, it's a few dollars. That's right. Yeah. And, and if so, you're not exhausted, you're going to be tired of people.
1: You are, and you're going to be. You're not going to be enjoying what you're seeing as much if you have to go from morning to night because today's ticket day. So you know, if you could go during a really busy time, commit to getting up first thing in the morning, getting there before road drop, spending four or five hours in the parks in the morning. By the time it gets really busy and crowded, you're ready to go for a rest. Go back to the pool even if you're not sleeping. Go back and rest and do you know, hang out. Then come back a little later, maybe to that park, maybe a different park if you have park hopping, but try to think of your days differently, especially during busy times.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, especially during the holidays too, because there's going to be after hours parties that you're right. probably going to enjoy.
1: hours are going to be longer as well. Um, you know, uh-huh. which is a difference to some slower times where the hours may be more condensed. You can have really long park hours, so you know you want to you want to maximize your time. So I think this whole list. Is basically Disney saying, "We know there's a lot of exciting things coming that aren't ready yet this year, but there's still a lot of cool things here for you to see." I say.
0: agree. I th- I pretty much, this is what this is. This is, yeah. you know, we understand that Hollywood Studios has a lot of construction, and we understand that Avatar Land isn't quite done yet. But these are the things to look forward to. And I think it's a, a good idea to sort of take that assessment at the beginning of the year. What, when do you want to come? What do you want to see? Right. What's important to you for visiting Walt Disney World? Excellent. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Appreciate your guys' participation. Um, Thank you all at home for listening and watching. We hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation.